This. 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 I was going to see how long we would do that. Stop stalling, Dan. This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash who, which is where every Sunday slash says who. Didn't I say that? You said slash who. Well, you know, everyone knew what I was talking about. Anyway, thanks for interrupting. It's where every Sunday. Am I breaking your flow? A little bit. Oh. I'm kind of sleepy in my head, so any distraction is hard to work around. Any, every Sunday is where you... butterflies? Oh my gosh. Every Sunday, not just of quarantine, really, because what is quarantine now but just life, is where another says it's very hard to talk right now, where another... episode of says who's special called the town watch corn whatever it's called is there for you at patreon.com slash says who every sunday for five dollars a month or up there finally it all came out if you're a patron you'll probably also get access to our third podcast (laughs) says two says two which will launch after the disputed election begins. <laughs> oh. oh, God. You know, after we had that conversation, my lungs hurt from laughing. My like chest hurt the hours. next day. <laughs> I woke up and I was like, what's wrong with me? And then it was like, oh, it's from laughing. See you tomorrow. <laughs> it's still funny. It's still funny. Oh, God, because it's real. You know, I think that's what's so funny is that it is. How many episodes of that do you think we'll do? (laughs) Uh, I mean, a best case scenario Mm -hmm. is just over two and a half months. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's best case. That would take us from like November 3rd to January 21st. But who knows? So for $5 a month, you'll get <laughs> bonus content on Sunday. You get always get says who on Wednesday. And then you get says to. <laughs> oh, we're smart people. Uh, do you want to tell them about books? Oh, uh, listen. I'm going to need your help, you guys. <laughs> Because right now, writing books. <laughs> I wasn't expecting right, that lead in. Right now, right now, writing books is real hard. <laughs> like I was, uh, today I was comparing it to, I work, I've never worked as long and gotten as let, as little done. It's like I, I have a recipe where they're like, squeeze one lime and you should get about three, you know, a tablespoon of juice or whatever. And you're squeezing the lime. You're like, come on. And the lime's real hard and there's no juice. You're like, come on. And you're banging on the lime with a hammer. Like, come on, you fucking lime juice, you motherfucker. Yeah. And the, then the lime's like, and it's just putting out like little drops of juice. And you're like, it's not enough juice for my recipe. And, um, all this is to say that um, 
you'd be doing me a real solid if you got my books or even just pretended to um, or left an online review or something because um, uh, your old pal <laughs> is, is writing his, she, she needs to know you're out there. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no! So, uh, from me to you, um, <laughs> if you want to get a book, why not get Truly Devious? I'll talk to you a, later. It's a book and a cry for help, and you can also buy other things <laughs> if you go to merch dot says who podcast dot com. Like a do more. Doomless mug. Let me tell you something, Maureen Johnson. I have been uh, doing that the wrong direction these last few days. I've been dooming a lot more and doing a lot less. I need to. Why? Just that's how it's how it's been going. <laughs> we'll get into that in a minute. But you, listener, could have a mug that tells you the right order to do it in to do more and to doom less. You can get that and a lot more other stuff at merch.saysupodcast.com. See you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order, please? Yeah, I'm gonna... Oh, hey, kid, you're back. I missed you. Yeah, I'm back. I was... I went to college yesterday. And then yeah. they closed it this morning, so now yeah. I'm back. So can I take your can I take your order, please? You went you went to college you went to college yesterday? You moved all your stuff in your dorm and because yeah. I came here yesterday last night to get some stuff and, and you were gone and I didn't I didn't know what to do, so I just sat in the yeah. parking lot all night. I I I was supposed to start my freshman year of college early and I went and I, my parents moved me in and then they did you have like those milk crates and things yeah and I like had the milk crates and had some look, stuff from pictures up on the door that right. were funny I thought that oh, would be be cool because people like to laugh at stuff so I put funny things on my dorm door right and well, that must have been fun for you it was great, and then they closed the dorms because everyone got COVID. Right. Well, I'm gonna. But take, anyway, uh, can I can I take yeah, your order? I'm gonna uh, need a box of 126 crayons. Um, That's not and pencil sharpener. She, the, um, marker the, sharpener. The the um, drive-through Office Depot is next door. Board. It's in the other strip mall. Okay, I'll take uh, crayon nuggets. Uh, with dipping sauce. Uh, do you have like um that's like a none. like a peanut like a size like a peanut dipping sauce like you would no. maybe get in a Thai restaurant? No, that uh, would be at a Thai restaurant. All right, I'll take you, gravy. You are we don't have gravy either. That would be two strip malls down is where the drive-through Boston Market is. They have lots so of not, gravy. You're not going to college now, or well, they closed it. Right. I can take some classes online, but so far all the teachers do is cry. You you want to come work for me? Or? I, no, you know what? Why don't you I get in the my, car, kid? I got get an I internship. Don't, I don't. I don't want that. 
because we do things in person where I work. We're yeah, not that doesn't to. sound it's safe. Not, it's not, it's not, uh, it isn't safe, but it is in person. So you could hmm. definitely even live there if you want. I mean, I don't that's not, I'm, I'm fine at home. Get in the car. I have my get own room. Kid, just, just come with me. No, please drive through. Uh, welcome. <laughs> it's like we can't even get a sentence out now. <laughs> welcome to Says Who, the podcast, one of many that isn't a podcast. <laughs> it's a COVID strategy. I'm Dan Sinker. I'm Maureen Johnson. Dan, how soon will we be up to seven days a week? Pretty soon. Pretty soon. I and mean, we've already we'll committed the- to three. So one we'll more have the election results. Half. Then we'll have the fourth one, which I think covers the the first uh, first movements of the new civil war. And then the <laughs> fifth one, which I guess will be a kind of like uh, the fifth one know, is the bunker cast. I was about to say it's like the bunker cast, where you know yeah. we we've you know we've been building our own generators. Um, how are you? <laughs> I'm fine. I don't even right. know what is going on anymore. We have, so it is back to school here at our house because that's where is school it? is now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, it, I realized yesterday, I was like, I, why am I so anxious? Like I was, I, like I felt like I was having a panic attack and mm. it dawned on me that it was because teen was starting high school and he had that shit all under control right like it was not a worry around that he was on it um but just that we have we have achieved a balance at our house over the course of this summer moment and now all of that balance is going out the window and we've got to find a new balance you know like every like every schedule was good it all worked everyone had time to themselves everyone had time you know it's like and now all bets are off so the teens started school this week next week the 5 year old starts zoom kindergarten which originally we weren't going to do and now we are going to give it a try that should go well. What's that like? I don't know. <laughs> I d- I couldn't tell you because I don't think they know yet. Oh. They they have sent somewhat vague outlines of what it is. The reason so we had pretty much all summer had sort of resigned ourselves to you know what like cuz we never really stopped his preschool schedule over the summer. Cause you got to mm-hmm. fucking do something with a five-year-old. Right. So we right. were like, well, this works. Let's just fucking keep doing this. We, uh, they, Janice and the five-year-old study animals in the afternoon, in the morning, me and him draw those animals. Uh, we now have 13 weeks worth of animal posters up on our dining room walls. Um, we have, we are taking down art to hang animal posters at this point. Um, and so we were like, this works. He's, you know, he's doing fine. He's reading and, you know, writing really well. And, you know, all the basic things that you would be learning in kindergarten. Like, let's not, 
mix this up. But we also weren't fully ready to just be like, fuck it, we're out. So we kind of kept engaging with the district and, you know, registering from, for the things we need to register. And then this week we found out that he got assigned the same kindergarten teacher that our teenager had, who is truly one of the world's great human beings. And so we were like, well, that changes the equation a little bit. Cause even if he's just a friendly face on a computer once a day, that will be something, you know, but right. we also don't know what it actually means. And I don't, I don't think we'll fully find out until late next week when it begins. And if it turns yeah. out to just be way too disruptive, I think we may end up being like, fuck it. Do you know how many hours a day it is? So that's one of the biggest mysteries. Um, oh. <laughs> because we know that there would be sort of a synchronous time that all of the kids and the teacher are together and at the beginning of the day, so like at nine-ish. And then we know that there will be some asynchronous activity stuff, but it's it's very unclear right now. And I think that's largely because they're still figuring it out themselves. Mm -hmm. um, so if it's too much, then I think it's too much. But um, we have that luxury, A, like we both work from home so that mm -hmm. we can manage that and be, um, at least here in Illinois, legally, your kid doesn't have to be in school until first grade. So if we decide, fuck it, we can withdraw them. And it's really not that big of a deal, though, you know, also sort of a big ass deal. So why are you anxious? I don't know. I have mm -hmm. that. I, the, I, like my money job is kicking back into gear cause it's built around a university schedule. And, uh, I have a lot going on right now, Maury, mm. including things like I'm not even talking about yet. But oh. that are, well, you know about them, yeah. but, uh, but I got too many things. I got too many things. That's what I realized yesterday. I was like, oh, oh, ha ha. I have too many things for, and they are you? all like kicking in right now. But, you have you know, too many things. I know. I know. It's unlike it's, it's, it's against my normal easygoing Dan persona. To have Just too many things going. Sitting there doing nothing. Yeah. We did have to fully rearrange our house this weekend because we realized, as opposed to when schools just sort of abruptly ended in the spring and the team and and this and never really restarted, like the high school that the teen was at definitely took the and and I would agree a correct opinion of like ah, oh, fuck it, let's kind of take this easy, right? So most of his schooling was spent kind of slumped on a couch uh, with a computer sort of on. And then we realized they're taking a different tact and trying to really do school now. And that the basement, which is where I do my stuff, wasn't going to work well if two different people were on Zoom calls all afternoon. Um, so we had to rearrange his very small bedroom to fit a desk in on top of everything else and i saw the pictures it's really cool look like it looks it actually turned out really nice it's I've it's easily some... the best room in the house granted saw... all of the other shit from the room is now strewn throughout the rest of the house so there's that i've seen some great pictures of people that have set up and it's not that they're fancy or expensive just like what little things they've set up for their kids school like 
somebody who had three kids made, got like three big pieces of not poster board, but that kind of uh, project board stuff. Yeah. And sort of made screens. So like oh, around nice. the table, there's three little screens and then each one has like, so they got three of those and then it has their name and they each have like a color. So each of them have a little plastic caddy for their stuff and a little, they put a little sleeve, like a little plastic sleeve that's like projects and then they put their name on it so that they each have a little area with just theirs. Yeah. Even though it's all at the same table, it's, they've made these three little stations and they're really adorable. Yeah. But I guess no, you, we, it's a time of great creativity with that kind well, of Well, I mean, that's the thing. And at least the parents that I know that have been, I mean, pretty much everyone like this weekend was doing this kind of project of like, fuck, wait a second. We got to sort this out now. But like, at least we were given the like fair warning, you know, versus this spring or versus what's happening at schools all over. And we will get into that in a minute, but you know, where they're just suddenly having to shut down again. So at least we can prepare. So, but it is, um, it's taken a lot of mental, uh, load on my brain. I realized today that I typed a Google search right into a WhatsApp window. I was like, Oh, brain does that didn't return the thing i wanted it just returned a lot of confused people <laughs> asking why i was typing poison dart frog into a <laughs> whatsapp <laughs> why not? nobody sent me the uh picture of a poison dart frog that i needed for the drawing me and the five-year-old were doing this morning i don't have kids dan and yet i i uh here's the thing about writing a book is that your job is to essentially sit down and think, which is yeah. a terrible, like, it's a great job to have right now and a terrible one because you can do it from anywhere, but you have to sit by yourself and think. And therein lies the problem. Yeah. Um, my higher level processing, and I know this is true of a lot of people, as I said this morning on Twitter, I've never worked as many hours and gotten as little out of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's just that part of the brain. Like I wish if you told me now, Maureen, go go and make me a make a here's a bunch of stuff. Go and make a thousand sandwiches. I could like give me a job that I could just do. Like I'll make you all the sandwiches you want. I could do that no problem. But don't make me think because there's no brain in the brain right now. So maybe you like books. Books. <laughs> Are you still doing the books ad? I didn't realize. Yeah. 19 minutes in that we were still yep. doing the ads. Well, yeah. you can go to com. All right, not really. Not I mean you can, but we're not really no. starting over. But Dan, Dude, has anything else okay. happened this week? Well, Maureen Johnson, funny mm. you ask. Mm -hmm. Because first of all, it's worth noting that literally one hour to the minute from when we stopped recording last week's episode, Joe Biden announced Kamala Harris is joining up as his running mate, mm -hmm. which lined up with both of our guesses, mm. but made for not the most timely of content. Mm -hmm. Why are you just humming? Because I know that we should be talking about it, and I don't. I don't want to. Okay, great. You know what? No, no. I'm just saying, like, 
<laughs> Perfect. That's what people are tuning in for. I just don't want to. <laughs> just people. <laughs> should I just get, should I keep going through the bullet points until we find yeah. one that you want to? What's, what's the plan yeah. here? Okay. Yes, go on. Go to the next one. All right. Well, uh, with that announcement, the Biden team kicked off their campaign, which is now in full swing with the very weird virtual Democratic National Convention, which kicked off last night. We are recording this on Tuesday uh, with naturally a bunch of Republicans and also Michelle Obama. How do you feel about that one? I mean, I just don't want to talk about it. It's cool. We're going to move through this quick. This means <laughs> that whether we like it or not, people are now realizing how much is scripted. This means that whether we like it or not, the general election is actually going to begin, Maureen Johnson. Because I don't want to talk about that. I don't. The RNC is, no. I believe, next week. I don't and with that, that comes the official start of the general election. The only thing I'll say about this is that the lineup for the RNC is hilarious. It is <laughs> the best. Scott Bayo, Diamond and Silk. I, yeah. I didn't see them, but they'll be on there. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, a, I'm sure Diamond and Silk will be there. Um, some rando, like a really weird musical guest that I can't even remember who it is. Those two people that pulled a gun on a bunch of Black Lives Matter protesters. Yeah. And that kid who got with the MAGA hat who got in the face of the Native American man. Yeah. That's literally the lineup. Yeah. You know, the RNC parade of shitty people. It's. Dan, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> they should Here's, have like I'm, a I'm just, we are the world kind of Zoom square cutaway of just all shit. the various <laughs> maskless people yelling at store clerks. That should basically. definitely be part of it. Don't even joke, Dan. They're basically that's that's going to be the next one. Can I also say that Trump-loving relative, I've gotten another bulletin from Trump-loving relative, or I wouldn't say Trump-loving, just right-leaning, because I, I have okay. a feeling he's less pro-Trump and more just generally right-leaning, that he seems to believe, and it was quoted as saying, it's not, it's Democrats are the anti-maskers, and not Trump, but the Republicans are the ones getting people to wear masks. Hmm. I don't know, Dan. I don't even know anymore. I don't want to talk about it. Well, here's one thing that maybe we can agree on. Mm -hmm. The general election kicking off here nope. at the end of August, mm. in my opinion, is like the shortest general election that we have had in a while. It's essentially it's like a two-month sprint maybe call it a two and a half month sprint to the actual election. Like in 1996, that shit felt like it lasted forever, right? Because the Democratic primaries weren't much of a primary. The general really started when Hillary Clinton announced. And the Republicans, it was pretty clear. Did you say 1996? 
I think I might have, but I meant 2016. But what is I, time anymore, Maureen? I was, I was like, uh, I was thinking back. I was like, the second, I mean, that was the second Clinton term, but. That's true. It was. That would have been like, also wow. a long, long general. But anyway, it does feel like with the Democrats wrapping up the primary so quickly this year and then COVID just sort of throwing everything into disarray and everyone going inside and Biden only really reemerging last week with the Kamala Harris announcement and his bike ride. Um, that we are going to actually have a short general election. I almost said easy. That's what the mm. pause was there. That was me mm -hmm. self-censoring. Because mm -hmm. it's not going to be easy. Dan, you're also... <laughs> it's also because we're starting now, but the back end is going to be much longer, which is what our third podcast is about. <laughs> it's true. Oh... oh. We're just starting a little bit later. Yeah, that's true. That's so it's going to go from August until what, April? Yeah, maybe. I mean, that feels that feels like a generous brief read on it. Because, I'd, yeah, I guess you would. So the, they, things would advance to the Supreme Court quickly. They did in 2000, right? They went from the... Florida Supreme Court to the actual Supreme Court pretty rapidly. But even that was what, mid-December when 2000 was finally sorted? Yeah. Uh, We're in for yeah. a long one. We're in for a long one. Dan, now you're, now nah, there's my Danny. There's my Danny pants. Anyway, that was fun. It was a good time. It's going to be even better this time because it's all mail and they're <laughs> trying to stop the mail. You want to talk about that? Is that a thing you'll talk about? I'll talk about the mail. Yes. And it's Got not that one. the other things are, I think the whole problem is at the pandemic and, you know, everything that's happening in society, my brain cannot really accept that we're actually, that we're actually doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm just, I get to the election, I'm like, that's not a real thing. That's I definitely, really. the sense, I mean, we have all commented many times now on how the pandemic has fucked up our sense of time. But I will definitely say, as somebody who, to whom summer means hitting the road and we usually get back like a couple of days before school starts and like this idea that school has started feels very weird and foreign. And that is, you know, so August doesn't quite feel like August yet to me. So the election sure doesn't feel like it's happening in just a few short months now. Right, we can actually say weeks at this point. Because we're can. within, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, let's look at we're the what, 10 weeks here. probably? Let's see. One, two, three. This is, this is thrilling. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, ten. Well, 10, okay. yeah, because it's at the beginning. So 10 weeks. Yeah. That's not okay. That's 10 not, weeks, Dan. It's not 10 okay. weeks ago. Okay. For an example, 10 weeks ago, we were like at the beginning of June. Yeah. 
Which, I vaguely remember the beginning of June. I don't remember the beginning of June. I don't know what I was doing in June. I guess I was here. I've always yeah. been here. Yeah. I've always been here. <laughs> anyway, they're fucking with the mail. But Maureen, you know who else was here? Meaning there where you are. Yes. The president of the United States flew through your good city because he his did. brother died. His brother died. Yeah. Came and by. T- yep. And he then immediately went golfing. Yeah. Went to Trump. went to Not Bedminster. Spent <laughs> like a weekend at Bernie's thing. Wouldn't surprise me. That would have been the point. most amount of time that he and his brother would spend together. Yeah. They're a weird family. Yeah. They are a weird family. Like, we don't actually know what his brother died of, which is strange to me. I would think that if the president's brother died, you would say, of this. Yeah. But we don't know. I would assume that means it's COVID and they don't want to admit it, but I've heard otherwise. Some. Yeah, I, I believe he had other... Sig- some other significant issues. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, then they went to Bedminster, hung out. Uh, Robert Trump, who died, it was in the news most recently because he sued Mary Trump over the release of her tell-all book. So good fam, good, weird family. I don't want to talk about them. Well, here's a, <laughs> another aspect of the weird family that we can talk about. Um, accompanying Trump to Bedminster this time was Millennia and Barron. And it's the first time that we have seen the three of them together since Maureen Johnson, I shit you not, January 17th. That's a nice family. Baron is tall now. He is very tall. I think he, he might tall. be taller than his father. He is, apparently. Because I uh, Trump, weirdly, I didn't know Trump was 6'2". Because he looks like he lives under a bridge. So, you know, you think, but he's he, tall. He claimed 6'2". He is, in since becoming president, he became 6'3". Oh. Yeah. I'm not sure what that means. He is, he is I think he is over 6'1". Six feet, but he's over six feet. But Baron's taller than he is. Yeah, and so like Baron would be a if he was really six three, Baron would be a real, real redwood of a dude. But um, but anyway, he uh last time we saw him, he kind of had shaggy hair. Now he's got a much more Trumpian quaff. And I still Maureen Johnson. I still insist that it is deeply, deeply weird that we can go eight months without seeing the child that ostensibly lives at the White House. During a pandemic, certainly, when you're not supposed to be anywhere else. Or any time. Or any time. any time. Like, every... And we've talked about this before. Like, every fucking kid of a president is like a thing. You think of, like... We have a fucking shoe that joins us on this podcast mm. that was yep. the shoe of Amy Carter, yes. Jimmy Carter's fucking daughter. Yes. You know, and yet yeah. somehow there is an actual child that theoretically lives in the White House that we never, ever see. I wonder if he has shoes. 
Who knows? He might have shoes. He might. He might not. We don't know. He's not we going to sit. school, though. His oh. school is remote. So we do currently have a situation where the child that lives at the White House is going to school remotely while the president of the United States continues to insist that all schools should open. Mm. So that seems great. Because school in general, Dan, seems fine. Oh, Maureen Johnson. You wanna, do you want to talk? I will talk about schools. I will talk about schools. There's a lot of all caps in our notes in the school section, Maureen. Just warning you. You haven't looked ahead. No. It's a rocky, it's a rocky ship. Let's talk, let Dan, let's talk about school. Okay, you first. Okay. So last week we <laughs> talked about, I, I want to talk about this because last week we talked about that North Paulding High School where it was made famous because the photo of that crowded hallway with the kids without the masks on. And then a few weeks, a few days later, they'd shut down because of COVID cases. And if I'm not mistaken, they not even, first they found out there were cases in the building and they didn't shut. And then people were like, why haven't you shut down? And like, okay. And then they shut down. So yeah. they, it wasn't and like they immediately slammed that door shut. Last week, there was North Paulding High School. There were some stories of schools in Indiana and Mississippi that were reporting COVID cases on day one. But there wasn't a lot of additional reports about schools. Mm. That's because they hadn't opened. Last week was the beginning of August. Now schools are really starting to open. Mm -hmm. And they are closing again. I saw a figure this morning that 71 of the 82 counties in Mississippi are now reporting COVID outbreaks in schools. It's a lot. There's one district in Georgia, not North Paulding, that has 1,200 students and staff now isolating. <laughs> one of the schools in that district that is uh, that I think has fully shut is an uh, elementary school called, Warren Johnson, Hasty Elementary. I'm never going to get over that. I know. And then there's the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, which yesterday, one week after resuming their classes and two weeks after students moved into the dorms, announced that they were moving back to remote classes and kids started moving out of the dorms after hundreds of students tested positive for COVID. Dan, I need you to breathe. Not, not breathing, Dan. Maureen, because... Dan. What the fuck, <laughs> Maureen? Like, why is this a lesson that we have to keep learning and relearning and relearning and relearning? Because, Maureen, here's the fucking deal. We're living through a pandemic. Why can't we just fucking take that as the fucking baseline? <laughs> the virus wants one thing, to replicate. That's it. That's all it wants. It's not fucking evil. It does not picking sides. It is just a dumb fucking virus and it is following biology 101 right in this fucking case the whole deal is basically if you breathe into somebody's wet hole <laughs> they get don't COVID say, don't say wet hole. that's it that's all just fucking breathing into a wet hole <laughs> and yet somehow we can't fucking handle it and by we I don't mean anywhere but goddamn America because every other fucking wealthy country in this fucking globe 
has sorted this shit out. For the most part. But us, we fucking reopened restaurants first because somehow going to the Outback Steakhouse was more important <laughs> than anything. And people got sick, but we kept reopening shit anyway because then, well, I've got this steak, so I should be able to go to the bar. And now we realize that maybe that was a mistake, but let's do it on an even fucking grander scale with children. As if somehow it's not going to do the same fucking thing that it already did a month and a half ago when we learned this lesson. The virus wants one fucking thing, Maureen, and we just keep giving it to him. We just keep giving wet holes ready for breathing. I, I mean, I mean, yes. Yeah, I mean, Dan, you know, it's. I get the inclination that somehow we can outsmart a virus, but you know what? I think maybe the third time it fucks us, we can realize we can't. Dan. And like, okay. Gonna... First time, I we didn't know. It's cool. First time, cool. It's a gimme. We'll take a fucking mulligan on that 25,000 dead people. Second time feels like maybe it's our fault. Third time is definitely <laughs> our fault. Dan, have you ever been to a water park? I have. It's awesome. And you know what? I feel like if, if we can't have our water parks, we can't have our senior frogs. If we can't have a margarita machine, if we can't, God damn it, Dan, this is America. And that means some of us need to go to Cracker Barrel or the Cheesecake Factory. And then we're just going to assume everything's fine. I remember really early in the sort of, I now think of the pandemic in phases like my own existence of it in is in phases and i would say late in phase one which was the sort of shit what is this phase i remember a friend of mine who lives in rural virginia said i just drove by the barbecue place near my house and they have a sign out front that says risk it for brisket mm. and every <laughs> every Every restaurant that I still go by now, that's what I think. Like, risk it for brisket. I always think I would risk it for brisket, but I wouldn't risk it for that. Let me tell you what I see walking around New York City, Dan, because we, we had it bad here. And um, now we're doing better, for sure. But we had it bad. And um, when you walk down the street, you see... First, you'll see every block has at least two closed businesses. Yeah. There's just business closings all over the fucking place. Then you'll see any restaurants that, you know, haven't closed. I laugh. Uh, I don't, it's mostly nervousness, Dan. Um, they'll, they've given over part of the street or the sidewalk and people have built kind of, they've tried their best. They build these like barricades and then they put out the tables and people eat outside yeah. because for a couple more weeks people will be able to eat outside and then that will not be possible anymore and right. um i see a lot of people maskless sitting at tables and servers just having to come up 
to those tables over and over again. And I get real queasy watching them have to do that. Um, yeah. And then I move on quickly. I see that nail salons are open, but generally there's nobody in them. So you look and you see the people working in there who've art. That industry has had a lot of exploitation of its workers and people like they're not yeah. making a lot of money and they're just sitting in there. And um, I mean, it's you see the ravages of it and you see just how much we really need to get this under control. <laughs> and um, but you see the people that are being forced to, to face the maskless or for yeah. example in Oklahoma i think it was yesterday where one district they had a positive case but they're like oh he was asymptomatic so they thought it was okay for him to be there and so they just sent this person they knew had covid right into the school or yeah. i sent you a message yesterday of like a random person was just tweeted that they sent their kid out to school in one mask and they came home with another on so like they're little kids and so they swapped masks at lunch you yeah. know or the teachers that are having to go up in front of these classrooms and they have to do things like build plastic barricades, put lines in the front of the room, wear a face shield, wear, you know, this. Yeah. The, um, the says Whovia group in Facebook is full of folks that are either going back because they are students or going back because they are teachers. There was, um, there's a preschool teacher who teaches in Florida and they went back and she posted that she got in trouble on her first day back, Maureen Johnson, because she wanted to increase the airflow in her classroom, which is one of the things that everyone says you really should try to do, right? Like ventilation and airflow is good. She got in trouble for opening the windows because their safety protocol is that you don't open windows because, Maureen, the windows are bulletproof. Yeah, we're, you know, it's that normal balance of school shootings and COVID. Like, how do we how do we make it all work together? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of folks in that group that are just, you know, telling stories of crawling around on the floor, trying to measure out how far six feet between desks is so that the kids and the folks that you need to have come back are going to be spaced out enough. There was another uh, person that posted their college started back up. The mask policy is that it's optional and the school was hosting back to school laser tag, a carnival and escape rooms. I've got to go down. <laughs> I don't get First, it. Do, do, do we know what college that is? Cause I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think that they named it cause I think they got to live there. But escape um, rooms. I'd heard that other that someone mentioned escape rooms. I was like, surely there are no escape rooms open anywhere right now. <laughs> I didn't even like them before the pandemic. Oh, I like an escape room. I love an escape room. America's basically one big escape room right now. That's really what it is. I know except multiple it's the people easiest who are fucking puzzle in the world to solve, except we won't solve it. I do know a number of people who are actively like, how can I leave this country and never come back? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. 
Anyway, if you are listening and you are a teacher, a librarian at a school, somebody going to a school, a parent that's fucking dealing with either the stress of having to send your kid to a school because you don't have another option or dealing with the stress of your kids being home instead, we see you. Because presumably if they're in school now, that probably won't continue. For probably not. I mean, so just to get a, a, a broad sense of this, on average, the shutdown time of schools that have opened so far is like a week. Seems to be about a week. It seems to be about a week. Yeah. Chapel Hill last, I mean, they moved in two weeks ago and school started a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it, and that is, it seems like it's a week, but that's because there's like one case on day one and then mm. three cases on day three. And then the media gets alerted and then they're like, shit, we better shut down. Right? Also, like you, have, it's you have schools like Penn State from my home state where they decided to reopen the school, but in order to go, you have to sign this waiver that says, in essence, if you die, it's on you. Yeah, you know. And I've heard that that's not, that's not that uncommon. I've heard of that happening even in high schools. Yeah, I mean, that, we... That students have to sign waivers. America generally has done a really terrible job at any sort of COVID abatement, but we have done incredible work in making sure that there is no liability. There was a, a, another says who VN pinged me on Twitter today. She works at a university and that they are trying to figure out a, a very large university. They're trying to figure out which of their dorms they are going to designate as the COVID quarantine dorm. And they realized that the one that they had flagged as the COVID dorm is probably not big enough. That's, that's hard to hear. Mm hmm. Yeah. Let me tell you, though, shit's got to get wild in a college COVID dorm. I mean, yes. <laughs> Everyone's I mean like, fuck it. We, got, we already got it. Let's get weird. It's gonna, it's gonna get fucking weird in here. Everyone, come breathe in my hole. Okay, Dan. <laughs> I, I don't even know what I would have been like in this. I, I feel like I would have been so desperate to go to school and just get out. You know, go to school that I would be like it's fine. <laughs> just go. Because that's the attitude. Yeah. I get it. At the same time, we c I don't know, Dan. Sometimes I think we're not handling it well. Oh, I think we're fine. What do you mean? New Zealand what got do, four cases. Four cases, and they reestablished lockdown. Yeah. And I will point out that Donald Trump has attempted to make hay of that fact and has said like well New Zealand is doing terribly now and it's like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. wait oh, a second motherfucker send me over i'll investigate oh yeah Please. Like, all of us are like how do we get into come on New Zealand what do you need from us hi it's uh, us knock 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 
before this outbreak hit uh hit New Zealand, this latest outbreak, which is again like measured in single digits. Uh they had they and Fiji had both just celebrated their hundredth day without a case. And 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 a friend of mine, she tweeted out, I was supposed to be in Fiji and New Zealand literally right now. Like she had had a planned a like, you know, once in a lifetime trip to Oceania for that moment. But she can't. She couldn't go because you can't travel anywhere. But that's where she would have been. We can't go anywhere. (laughs) Schools are not doing well. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh no. I mean Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. No. What are we gonna do? So basically by November everyone will be home. Yeah, I would think so. I would think so, but you know what we'll all be doing? We'll all be home. Reading your governor's book, which is coming out in October about how he beat the coronavirus. I want to know, as someone who writes books, even, and I know that he didn't do it, he had a ghost, but still he would have had to dictate notes. I want to know how he did that shit. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm angry. I'm offended. I'm, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, also, it Maureen, and, and I, I hope that I am proven wrong in this. Yeah. But if I was the governor of a state that gets cold for a lot of the year. Yeah. During a pandemic, which everyone has said is going to be worse in the fall and winter than it was in the spring and summer. Yeah. I would not plan move, the release it? of my victory lap book in October. It, this has a very mission accomplished feel to it. Yeah, really feels like you're tempting fate there. Again, hey, I hope to be proven wrong. It makes me very nervous. Yeah, you think? <laughs> I don't know it makes, why. It makes me very nervous, Dan. <laughs> it makes me very nervous, Dan. As um, someone who lives here in New York, it's a very nervous thing. And <laughs> I've tried to explain to people what being in New York now is like i don't know if i talked about this on any of our other on any of our one of our many podcasts but um new york when people think about new york they usually mention a couple things like you come to new york and you go to the theater and then you you eat at you go to a restaurant um you you might go up in the empire state building um but you it's 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 a city that is busy during the day and then it's really alive at night. Like it's, yeah. that's what that's that's really you know a, a big impression people have of us and it's accurate. And I've tried to explain that none of like nothing happens at night. Like there's nowhere to go. <laughs> you know all the stuff that we're known for isn't happening. All the theaters have been shut since March, April. Yes, yeah. March. Uh, so all of our theaters are shut. All of our restaurants are shut. Um, the museums are kind of a little bit open. 
recently they opened, uh, but not at, at low capacity. So I, I don't think the Empire, I don't know. I don't think the Empire State Building's open. I'm not really sure. Uh, but basically all the stuff that you would come for, this just there's no clubs, there's no dancing, there's no theater, there's no restaurants. Nothing happens at night. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> like everyone's <sighs> just home. And that's so <clears throat> surreal to think about based on the what kind of place is, is this is. The good homes in New York are very spacious. They're not. Um, yeah, they're not. And a lot of, you know, people live in New York, like you might live in a very small space because you're never, a lot of people are just never at home. So they just sleep there. So some people's houses are like the size of a closet and they're like, well, who's ever here anyway? I live in, I don't, but like some people live in like 500 square feet or something. Yeah. And you know, their desk is also a toilet, which is also a stove, you know, and it's, uh, yeah, so it's a very weird thing to realize that, you know, you don't see anybody coming, nobody's going to the opera, nobody's going to the orchestra, nobody's nobody's going, there's no bars, there's nothing. Everything's just closed. You see, you know, takeout, people on take, delivery people on bikes, but that's it. People walk their dogs, that's it. There's just nothing else going on. It's super weird. And we're in August now, which means in about four or five weeks, as the temperatures, uh, we, well, September, October will coast through. But as things start to close again, I, I'm like, I really don't know what that looks like again. A fall yeah. in New York with nothing open. I truly don't understand all of the places that are moving to outdoor dining as if that is a one season, maybe two season thing. And that, then what? Like, we've moved I mean, all our restaurants outside. Last time I checked, you all usually have two big-ass blizzards a year. All yeah, right. I mean, it's it gives them some revenue and it, it helps them. But again, it's very nervous-making to watch all the diners that sit there without masks on and then the people that have to come up and keep serving them. Yeah, it's not good. It's, it's not good. I haven't been to one. You know, I I haven't. I mean, I don't even sit on a bench outside. I have, you know, I, I don't really go outside. Uh, I mean, I walk the dog, but you know, I don't, I don't do anything outside. We haven't yeah. like, sat outside and eaten or anything like that. So um, I really don't know what, like, you know, our November is like Thanksgiving parade, December, everybody shopping, tree busy. You know, like it's a very like that's our season. People flood into town to see like. The rockets and you know all that stuff, and I, none of that's happening. And I don't know what that looks like yet. It's super, it's very surreal to think of. But that's where we're at. So I'm saying that it seems, you know, Cuomo, maybe slow your roll a little bit. Yeah, he's rolling. He is rolling. And you know who else is rolling? You, because you are the one that makes says who possible through your support of our Patreon at Patreon.com. Slash says who that Patreon is where every Sunday you get a whole nother episode <laughs> of says who because mm-hmm. we're smart. Right. If you are a five dollar a month backer, there is a Sunday special that is I'm kind of stopped calling it quarantine Sunday because let's get real now. That's just what Sunday is now. No, Dan, you have to. No, I don't accept that. You have to keep calling it quarantine Sunday. I guess. No, don't you don't you say I guess. 
I don't know. I, no. I realized at a day 150, I didn't know why I was still indoors. Right. Like I, I, I don't know. Am I, am I like, is this just life? Is it quarantine? Is it a lockdown? Is it just how things are now? I don't know. So maybe it's a quarantine Sunday. Maybe it's just a normal Sunday. Maybe those two things are the same thing. Patreon.com slash says who. The bigger realization I've had recently is that I am absolutely unprepared to go back out again. Oh, most death. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what that is. I don't, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's not for me. <laughs> that whole outdoor I, thing. I may just throw away all my makeup because um, makeup it lasts, but it doesn't last forever. And it's been five months, really. I mean, a, a lot of this stuff, I should probably just chuck it and start over again in a year. <laughs> I just imagine you doing a very like goopy, lumpy book zoom at some point. You're like, I put makeup on. I'm like, oh, sort of God. looks like you have leprosy. Hi. One of your one of your eyes is stuck closed. Hi guys, it's me, Maureen. Hey. Oh. Oh. Hey. Oh my, that was a real. Hey, can I just say something? That was a scary transition. Yes. Do you see that video of my man driving his car? I did. Ah, oh, sexy. I mean, I guess he looks good. He looks yeah. good, doesn't he? Yeah, he looks, like, he looks elderly but fit. Oh, he's looking good in those slacks. Okay. Yummy, yummy. Okay. That's what I call a slacks attack. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. I don't want to go there. Ah. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Yum, Our yummy, logo fun ones. was designed by... Did you ever see I his butt? He's got a long butt. Yum. <laughs> Tasty. You can, our logo was designed by Darth. You can contact us at Says on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at SaysWhoPodcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash Says Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. Spread the word, subscribe, and please do leave stars and reviews. People have been leaving reviews, and they are very wonderful. And thank you for doing that on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You can join us next Wednesday, August 26th, for our next episode. And, of course, there's Sunday. And we're just, like, 10 weeks away from the Tuesday episodes, too. So... See you tomorrow. <laughs> From my basement <laughs> in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. Oh, and from New York where everything's fixed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Maureen Johnson. This oh, has it's been, been says says who. Oh. oh no, it's been says who will see you tomorrow. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh...